0: Hi, I'm Vex, and I'm Laura, and we are the worst girl
1: gang ever. Did we, did we do that? Don't know. We did it now. It's okay. a good job. This isn't going to be a permanent intro, isn't it?
0: <laughs> um, this is our little intro for our little bonus episode, where we collared, forced, um, bribed, bribed uh, some wonderful women from our first, second, and third PTR courses to come and chat to us about. How helpful or not helpful they found the course?
1: Yeah, we spoke a little bit about their experiences of baby loss and how the course has helped them through that.
0: Yeah, and they're all from di- they've all got different experiences and stories, and it was it was actually really lovely to speak to them because obviously you got to know them through the course through the Zoom chat, but having that sort of personal one to three was great, or two <laughs> to two to three.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it was great. It was nice nice for them to um, get to know each other as well, isn't it? Absolutely.
0: This, this episode is going live today which is the 29th of December, 6 p.m mm. this evening. Um, but the great news is that our f- next course goes live on the 10th of January. So you've still got time to book if you're listening to this before the 10th of January. Yeah but if you book before
1: the new year uh-huh, only a couple of days away, then you can get yourself a nice little discount. We'll be saying that in the intro or leave it to the outro. We'll give you the code at the end.
0: Yeah, now you have
1: to listen. <laughs> Unlucky.
0: <laughs> um, and you can book online on our website, uk forward slash courses, or you can have a look at our show notes.
1: Lovely. All right, better get on with it then. Hi. Right. The sound quality is a bit shy, so apologies for that. <laughs> the content's also not great. <laughs> uh, enjoy. See you on the flip side. Motherfuckers!
0: Oh. Hi and welcome to this week's, well it's not even this week, it's a special, a special a limited episode. edition of the Worst Girl Gang Ever. We are so, so lucky to be joined here by Georgie, Becky and Rachel who have all been attendees of our Pathway to Recovery course, all with very different stories and we just invited them all on to have a chat about the course why they signed up and what they've gained from it so welcome ladies thanks so much for coming yeah thank you, thank you. Um, we've never
1: done a podcast with this many people mm-hmm. either, have we no we haven't no it um, might be a total shit show let's be honest yeah we're probably all going to talk over each other yeah or at least we will but that's yeah. that's no change from normal really
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with right the og the original gangster Becky. Okay. so you were um the we called you guinea pigs at the time which um and then, yeah. we, and then, well, I called you guinea pigs. Laura called you pioneers. I think. Yeah, pioneers is better. <laughs> <Yeah. I> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and then you, you turn to the original gangsters, which is probably the best. I think so. I quite like pioneer. I do quite like pioneer as well. What were we? What were we? What were we supposed to call ourselves? Thought thought leaders. Thought leaders. Thought leaders. <laughs> yeah. I know that sounds very swanky.
1: so you put a lot of faith in us Becky when you signed up because we we didn't really know what we were doing um but we we thought we had a great idea and we were going to try and make it as good as we could but when you signed up what were you what were you expecting and what made you sign up
2: it's really interesting because I've never thought about me putting a lot of faith in you but I guess on reflection you're probably right actually I think because for me this year has been We've had a break from TTC for most of the year. Well, we've had kind of investigations for the miscarriages. I just, I needed something. I needed yeah. something to focus on and this came up and I've kind of been following you guys since you started anyway. I'd seen you on like the Miscarriage Association Facebook page when you posted that you were going to start the podcast. I've kind of followed you guys ever since. um and I just needed something. I needed something to focus on. I needed to kick up the ass when it came to my diet. I needed to kick up the ass when it came to exercise and just everything that, that came along with it. I just thought, this is perfect. Whilst we have got some time out, start focusing on me again and getting myself back into a better shape. Because I'd had virtually two years of being pregnant, miscarrying, everything that came along with that. The hormones, the crashes of the hormones, drinking copious amounts of red wine and junk food to get through it all. So I just, like I say, I just needed something to to focus on, and and,
0: and there it came.
2: Oh, that's that's
0: brilliant. And what and so Rachel was that sort of because Rachel, you were part of our second course, which started in September. There, do you sort of echo some of Becky's feelings with why you joined up? Yeah, I think I think I was the
3: last person to join up. Excuse me. Um, I I think I saw um, on your Instagram that there was like one place left and I just I was having a really really rough day. Um, I just had a treatment consultation so I knew I was um, planning to start treatment with IVF and I just I was still in that zone of only just recently having a loss um, and sort of the thought about going back to work as well and I just knew that I had to do something for myself something as, as kind of a preparation for the next phase of what I was going into and mm-hmm. um, and it just it just I saw that and I just thought why not let's just let's just throw it out there I'm going to be paying a lot for treatment so I might as well yeah. spend a little bit extra on myself to kind of um, prepare for it yeah
0: and George, you were part of the course that's actually, oh, has it finished now?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. Just. Part of the course Sadly. last week, which I obviously know all about. Um, <laughs> what, what is? It was only actually four days after you lost your little girl Harper, wasn't mm-hmm. it, that you yeah. signed up? Um, and I remember I spoke to you because you weren't sure if it was too soon or. Mm-hmm. and I said, obviously, we couldn't make that decision for you, but we wanted you to know that we're here to support you However, whatever, however far you are in your journey or whatever your journey <laughs> may be. And how um, how have you found that signing on?
4: Yeah, it was obviously I went back and forth uh, just because of how soon it was. But I felt like the only way to get through um, kind of the unknown was to be surrounded by people that kind of were, were in it too. And I, I really, really, really needed that. And, um, you know, I've got some amazing friends and family, but... Nobody I knew had gone through what I was going through. And so that's why I was kind of like I wasn't really sure, but I just thought, fuck it, I just need to get in there. I need to be surrounded by people that understand it. And like in in all honesty, obviously, we we literally just finished last week, didn't we? And I think I'm only like 30 or 40% of the way through the course. Um, you know, there was weeks when I came for the weekly kind of catch-up, which was invaluable, like seeing all the girls and talking to everybody but I've still got a lot of the content to get through but obviously you give us access to that for three months afterwards don't you so it gives us an opportunity to, to kind of go through it at your own pace and go back over stuff as well because I keep my little diary that you sent to us so i make notes and sometimes I go back and think I need to do that one again because I like wasn't listening or I couldn't take all in and um, so yeah no it was m- a massive part of my journey was joining you guys so thank, thank
0: you. you like retrospectively do you think it was too soon if you if you have the decision again do you think you made the right decision
4: 100% made the right decision yeah I mean I couldn't have imagined being here now without having all that support uh, obviously like what you guys put out there in terms of your um your podcasts your posts your blog posts you know they're amazing um, but this course is just like next level isn't it you know the content you have the people you have on there the resources and everything is just um, you know like I said even when weeks were so incredibly overwhelming it, it, it didn't feel like a pressure like I've got to do homework or something I just know that when I'm ready it's there and I can just log on and have an hour to myself and just get back into it I suppose.
1: That's really good that you didn't feel the pressure because I think in our first course we haven't we haven't stressed the um like the, the fact w- that you didn't have to do it every day yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, the, I mean the course has has changed and developed um over the months, and we all the feedback that we get we try and um we try and implement but georgie, you touched mm. on the fact that the um the drop in sessions were mm. and that has been the feedback that we've got from everybody so you guys have all sort of made friends with lots of people mm. and like there's whatsapp groups and things like that, which is really really lovely mm. and yeah. um, the other side of it is the expert content so mm-hmm you want to tell us a bit about what you what was the best bit for you what you got the most out of
2: um I honestly think Hannah Pern should be teaching in schools honestly (laughs) I thought i would learned a lot in our journey and I'd I'd learned so much more about my body and and kind of everything that you know has to go right to conceive but honestly I sat and I watched her course and her segment and I was just like what well, I made so many notes in my notebook. It was ridiculous. And I'm like, this all just makes
0: sense. Mm. And it
2: was just, it was like a light bulb switch almost for me. It just kind of connected the dots.
0: She's so, I think what, what else is great about Hannah is that there's nothing teacherish about her. You know, there's nothing formal. There's nothing kind of medical journal about her at all, isn't there? She's so like, this is this and this is yes. this. And funny as well. Obviously, yeah. I like her. And she's so passionate. Like yeah. she she just when she gets on into what she I remember at the start of the video she says, Oh, I'm I'm sorry, I, I talk too fast when I'm like getting passionate, so I'll try and remember to slow down. But she's yeah, she's incredible.
2: It was incredible and her graphics were really pretty as well.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really funny. Yeah. Did she you guys great. find that as well, Georgie and, and Rachel? Did you both think that?
3: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't think I had like a favourite expert because they were all really good in their own right. I mean, I loved Um, Charlotte. um I've got the, re- you know, the-, the red lipstick has been a huge thing, especially going back to work. You know, like people have seen me when I'm at work and I've got red lipstick on, and they're like, "My God, you look amazing!" And just to have that someone say that I know that sounds maybe a little bit attention seeking but when you're feeling like rubbish it's it's just such a lovely thing to have and those crumbs of joy so that wasn't the push to you know you must recover you must sort of um you know you you must you must see all the joy in the world just see what those small bits are and having that small bits that you went around during the day you know you know the sun is out or you know the autumn leaves were coming because it was autumn when I was doing my course all that but my favourite one has to be, um, I said sort I of didn't have a favourite, but I did, I did like Lucy, and this is hilarious, right, this is really funny, I was having a bad week the other week, and I downloaded her meditation, the mm-hmm. rain meditation, and so a bit embarrassing, but I was in the bath, and like trying to chill out, listening to it, and sure do you, it sorry?
0: he's going to get x rayed because was- no
1: no <laughs> no
3: it wasn't the sexpert don't worry <laughs> and uh yeah yeah so and she was like feel that you you know do what you feel you need to do if you feel that you need to scream scream and nobody was in the house at the time and i just went ah! and actually it felt really good so
2: <laughs> but yeah that
3: her her meditations were brilliant they're really good and the fact that they're are all women who've had a journey as well, so can relate to things. I thought that was pretty good.
0: Yeah, and has, talking of sex, sex lady. I mean, don't worry if you um, sex lady, sexologist, sex expert. <laughs> don't worry if you haven't got there yet, because she is a very new expert for us. But has anyone sort of studied her stuff yet? No,
1: not so much. I'm still kind of. Oh
0: well, yeah, she's on. George, both. She's,
1: she's only on. She was only on the course for you, Georgie. She's been added to the Warrior Hub for the rest of you because mm-hmm. it was then.
0: Yeah, I mean,
4: I think, to be quite honest, like, the stuff, like, the trying to conceive and the sex stuff, I've kind of, like, scoot past a little bit just because, yeah. um, we, you know, we're all sharing here, but I have literally have sex, had sex two days ago for the first time since, so, and that, well, it's because I'm having that um, scan today, so I didn't really want to be kind of rotted for the first time in three months by dildo camera, so... Ah.
1: wonder (laughs) I love it yeah so we kind of
4: we had to sort that out so
1: I will go back to this expert did you cry
4: afterwards yeah
1: yeah I did the first yeah yeah
4: it not not from pain like it really wasn't painful we kind of just like really just went into like it was really lovely but yeah afterwards I was just like, "Oh no!" And then I was awake till half past three, just like
2: wide awake, crying, just a lot of emotion.
0: Yeah. Well, this it's one of those things that, like, no, because no one ever talks about it. It's not like you know, it's not normalised that people think that there's something wrong with them because, mm-hmm. or that people don't necessarily understand why that sex is so traumatic after loss. And it's like I think Horrible. it's so important to kind of bring that stuff out and actually mm-hmm. make people realise that it's not just them, and there's not, it's not. Anything changed in the love they have for their partner because that's yeah. it, and also to encourage people to talk to their partners about it. So because mm-hmm. I imagine yeah. if you're having sex with someone and they start
1: crying, I mean, yeah, yeah. it can be confusing. confusing. Yeah, <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No,
4: we we spoke quite a bit before it actually, and and he he really felt the same because he was down the business end, you know, during the birth. And I I was wondering how traumatic that was for him. And he was just really wanted it to, he was happy to wait. I mean, he even said that, um, you know, he was like, in the future, if we still haven't had sex and we want to have a baby, then... I could just kind of put it in at last minute. I was like, oh God. I hope we don't get that. But luckily, you know, I think I think we'll be fine by the time we get there. But it is really traumatic, and you know, you just think about for me now. My body's gone from being like my body and like me enjoying the sex to actually I was a mother, carried a baby, and birthed my dead baby out of my vagina. It's very different now for me. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, yeah. the older sex experts, yeah, can help with that. I'll let you know.
0: Mm. Yeah, do. And well, not too many details like <laughs> <laughs> a a a things, don't <laughs> <laughs> I wanna know every time you've had a rodding. Okay, okay.
1: You touched there on um like communication mm-hmm. and uh Well, how you spoke about it before, and um, Liliana was our relationships expert, and she focused a lot on communication and telling each other what you need from from each other, and communicating in an effective way rather than a um, angry, ranty, tit for tat way. Um, Is there anything that you that you got from that that you found helpful?
3: Yeah, definitely. And so my husband and I, very different paths. He was obviously completely devastated in July when we lost our baby but um he he kind of got over it very quickly and moved on so probably about two days and then obviously mine was very drawn out mm-hmm. very very drawn out and I was off work for three months and just struggling and it was great because in a way I think we we got a bit of a resentment I got a, maybe a bit of a resentment for him because I was like why don't why do I feel so crap and why do I, you feel okay this is this is weird um and it got us I think very much talking about that and which has been extremely good for going into treatment as well, because mm. that has tested us to the max at times. Um and yeah, definitely, definitely helped open that communication
1: a bit. It's yeah. very different for men, isn't it? You know, they, they still struggle with it and there is still the grief there, but oh yeah. Well women cro- in their bodies is just makes it it's a whole different level of trauma think, isn't it yeah
0: also you have to i think personally how i felt was that i had to deal with the physical side of things before i could even begin to sort of process mm. the the emotional side of things but he my husband only only really had the emotional side of things to process so he'd kind he was always i felt like he was ahead of me yeah and then i just remember afterwards like so him saying someone him coming home from work one day and him going oh um oh, guess what? Someone's her wife's pregnant as if it was like some amazing news. And this is like maybe a week on. And I was like, right. <laughs> and he was like, why aren't you? That's great, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, it's great for them. But I, you know, I'm not really in a place to hear that. And he couldn't get his head around. Mm-hmm. Couldn't... And that's yeah. a really common Thing, but then when we saw Liliana, the whole you know the the story that we tell ourselves type thing. So we assume mm-hmm. that the other halves are thinking one way, and and actually when I started saying to Rob, well, this is what what I thought that you were thinking, and bloody bloody brown. We broke it down and explained. He was like, oh no, I wasn't uh you know, I wasn't thinking that at all. They don't
1: think very much, do they? In fact? I
0: And part of
3: my trauma, actually, after loss, was seeing how upset he was. So he—I've never seen him cry that much. And during in the hospital, he literally sobbed the whole time and the whole way home. And he couldn't talk. he he, we got home and he was just like I phoned around people to tell them like close family what had happened, um, and he just couldn't speak. And I felt—I remember sitting, holding his hand, saying. I'm so sorry because I felt kind of I felt really guilty yeah. for putting I thought, yeah. I thought you know it's my fault so um I felt really guilty for putting him in that situation and that for me was uh, you know to t- kind of open it up and tell him that actually this was re- this was really hard for me to see because I've never seen you that way and I felt like it was my fault and I definitely did help to open those conversations up
2: yeah for, for us in some ways it so my husband so um he has had his own journey with mental health things and he has his own coping strategies and it was quite difficult for me maybe the first couple of times it happened that he just didn't really seem like he was showing that much emotion about it Mm -hmm. I could tell that he was upset but when he's upset he doesn't really say anything about it and it kind of leads to this I know there's something up with you why aren't you telling me kind of vicious yeah, yeah. circle
0: of things and it just, you're like you're nagging and it's like yes oh I hate that and I'm, like, I'm fine yeah I'm fine <laughs> I'm like oh I'm just tired that's what my husband says all the time I'm just tired yeah. and, just, and then I end up getting cross with him and then I start being sort of shitty and quiet around him because he's being shitty and quiet around me and not telling me and then before we know it, it's been like a couple of days of us being in a grunt with each other and mm-hmm. I can't really remember why
1: yeah.
2: yeah, I was just going to say to your point as well. Like, it it kind of dawned on me over the past couple of months, maybe that he and I think it's something you said, Bex, once upon a time that it's unrealistic for me to expect him to feel the same as me because he's a different person. Yeah. But alongside that, he he hasn't had to go through the physicality of it of of losing four babies, and and the fourth one was horrifically traumatic and he's not been through the physicality of that he's witnessed me go through it but he's not had that physical trauma to deal with or to heal from as well um Mm. and I think that's maybe what maybe takes us a little bit more time is because we've we've had to go through that that process ourselves and he will never know what that feels like Mm. because he's a boy but yeah I sometimes that kind of clicked in my mind recently as well
0: Mm. And you can never make him know what that feels like as much. As you feel, this is how I feel. This is how I feel, you know, and, and this is what I feel so strongly about the whole subject is that, you you know, we ca- we can't ever make people understand passionate rant this.
1: incoming. Sorry, we can't
0: ever make people understand miscarriage and pregnancy loss and baby loss from an emotional point of view, but what we can do is educate them into how to treat other people. But if if we, what we're trying to do, if we're trying to make people understand things from an emotional perspective, we're, you know, are hiding to nowhere, really.
1: Yeah.
4: But I would say as well with that is that I've struggled a lot with people not getting it. And I came to the conclusion that actually, if people don't understand the pain that you go through when you lose a baby, in a way, it's, it's, it's great because it means they've not had to go through that loss and experiencing losing a baby. So for them to not understand it, I had to kind of like reframe it in my head because I was getting really angry and upset that people that I thought cared about me didn't care. And actually when you kind of break it down, and I think to perhaps maybe like six months ago, if someone said to me, oh, I had a miscarriage, how would I have responded? Because I think I would have been a bit like, oh, shit, I don't know what to say. That, that mm-hmm. sounds really crap, but I'm not, I don't know. And then hopefully they're okay and then I won't mention it again don't upset them but all the resources that you guys kind of produce the reason why I just keep sharing them and keep sharing them again and I've had so many people message me saying that oh I've been reading all the resources you've been sending me and it's like good because it just means that if you can carry that with you you know because you know the chances are the fact that we know that one in four pregnancies and a miscarriage chances are you are going to come across somebody else who's experienced a loss And if you could just say the right thing or just, you know, don't avoid it, don't ignore it. Yeah, exactly. It could just make so much difference to that person's journey as well. Sorry, the word journey. Journey, journey. Journey.
0: (laughs) That's so true, isn't it? Because the other thing about that that whole thing is that we've all been there and I certainly have said some really shocking things to people that have had um, miscarriages. Like, at least you know you can get pregnant. And Mm -hmm. our ethos is the fact that you can't within this community i think we've all come across posts that are quite aggressive as in i can't believe this person said this to me yeah. and, but actually what we want to do is is be actually really kind about it because people don't say things to be unkind they don't mean to be It's quite the opposite isn't it they're yeah, trying to make you feel better because your yeah. pain hurts them and they feel uncomfortable with it so they're desperately trying to find the right words to say and sort of make you see you know, the bright side of life. But as we always say that, you know, when you lose your baby, there is no bright side of life. The worst has happened. And all you have to do actually is get on in the trenches with us and say, oh, it's so shit. I'm so sorry that you're going through this. Yeah. And I think
2: part of it is that you're scrabbling for something to say. So after we lost our first, I got all of the at least, at least, at least. And funnily enough, the more miscarriages I had, the least, the less (laughs) at least I got but they were coming from people that had had miscarriages themselves. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, yeah, okay, you shouldn't have said that. But there's nothing else to say. It's it's an automatic human reaction, isn't it, to want to comfort someone.
0: (laughs) It's it's so indoctrinated into our sort of social, where we're standing as well, is that that's why we're just about to start um, writing about, christmas parties and etiquette and conversations Mm. and stuff and and our whole thing is going to be hashtag fertility is not small talk Mm. but you know it's one of the i said it the other day even in the midst of all this planning on our posts i said "So have you got kids like, oh my god i've just said it like it's so inbuilt into Mm. us actually as as a conversation starter but it shouldn't be we should be going for things like how long you got off for Christmas, or what are your plans, or did are you going have you planned a holiday next year? Or how's COVID treated you? No, like, these are the things that we should be talking <laughs> Maybe not about. That one. On. Not COVID. Not
2: COVID. No. Okay. It's a very sore subject after <laughs> this weekend. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. um, but generally speaking, there are so yeah. many different go to conversation starters, icebreakers, that we shouldn't be using fertility as one of them.
1: Amen, <laughs> sister.
2: Absolutely.
1: But anyway, so, back to the course. <laughs> back to the course. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about how, has your lifestyle changed like in relation to exercise, nutrition? Tell us a bit about how those modules helped you in the course. Go on, Rachel.
3: Yeah. So nutrition wise, I, I was looking into kind of like a fertility diet anyway, within kind of a preparation for starting treatment, but was a bit, you know, I didn't know really what to do, what I was doing or whether I was doing the right thing. I got a bit fat sorry to mention over COVID um and just felt a bit rubbish and everything. So and I'd been a lot on the rum over COVID as well. That's so a you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> lot of drinking at home and you know, just generally generally I got quite unhealthy. and um, so I was kind of like starting to try and do a bit of a health kick. So those, um I would say that I've I've, I've just and um, done up a room to kind of like do a bit of the exercises and things um but I had got into boxing just beforehand which is really therapeutic you know That's you have head. one of those angry days <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. into boxing that
0: reminds me yeah I would love to do that it's so enough. good so so good <laughs> like on a course oh, yeah. send us some pads. <laughs> yeah
3: Yay. Wow. yeah I'm boxer. So yeah, definitely that that was oh god, it's brilliant. Bax honestly, like um, the the I actually the first time I went boxing was a week after my miscarriage, and I think I actually scared the instructor, and he was like, (laughs) "Okay, nearly boxed into a corner,"
0: and and did 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 start to lose weight. Sorry, did you cry? I had the most bizarre first time. I used to play a lot of tennis and the first time I went back and played tennis after I was just running up the court and suddenly something completely overtook me and I burst into tears and couldn't stop crying and it was it's just it's just it's just such
3: an emotional um let out really more than anything it's that like and and, yeah brilliant the food thing so um I started following um that Mediterranean diet and eating the rainbow and things like that and um, I had a very low ovarian reserve when I had my baseline scan in August. Now, this is a big promo for this food. <laughs> Basically, when I went, so I had an a, a follicular count of three, which is extremely low. Um, then recently when I went back for my second cycle, um, I had it was eight, Ooh. which had kind of like taken me out of that. And that was that was with the three month prep of doing um following kind of like a Mediterranean diet, been on a shitload of supplements I'm literally like rattling, and mm-hmm. also as well the diet and uh, it's yeah. yeah I definitely think and my consultant actually said whatever you're doing is working
0: carry on and so wow. you know Alison that was Alison's um recommendation yeah. supplement guides and all that that, that yeah did. that is incredible Rachel That's yeah really lovely. good yeah, that's great. I mean, you must have. Well, how did that make you feel when you have done it? When you oh,
3: you've amazing! Like, and I've lost weight, so I think a huge thing about baby loss is your confidence. Mm. I've noticed my confidence. I, I was a very out there, up you know, outgoing person before I went through this, and um, you know, recently, more recently. And it, it's, it just knocked my confidence down. And I got a bit fat. I felt a bit sluggish and rubbish and um, fatigue-wise. But my energy levels have definitely picked up. And to actually start treatment in that state would not have been good. Yeah. So to actually start in a better condition to what I was three months before when I actually did have a miscarriage, you know, it, it's it, I think it's definitely improved my chances and um, hopefully, you know, next year we'll we'll have some good news
0: and you're on um you're on the trying to conceive course now aren't you yeah I am yeah I couldn't get enough
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's just us isn't it you just love us it's just been it's it's just been such a because because you do feel alone you feel I felt so alone I felt like nobody got it but to actually kind of connect with other people who get it is amazing and and I had a quite I had quite poor care as well so I was really angry afterwards and that's probably why the boxing really helped and to actually hear it echo across the country in everybody who I speak to that they feel the same and they've been through it too and they know how I feel was just liberating and it just made me feel not alone um, and one of the other really good things I think about the um, the Zoom calls is it gives you the confidence to actually go and make changes about baby loss. For example, I think we had on our cohort, we had quite a few people who'd gone and put miscar- tried to put miscarriage policies in with their work
0: yeah. or
3: yeah. Um, spoken up about things and, you know, put, put in pals complaints as well to kind of like change care as well. And I'm a big advocate of that, so why not?
1: Yeah, I think it's really empowering, isn't it, to be surrounded by people and to be talking about it without feeling um, like like you're not allowed to talk about it, makes you then go all guns blazing. And it's fantastic, some of the stuff that people have done. Amazing. Yeah,
2: and it's like what Georgie was saying earlier, that I've got incredible friends and family around me, but it's the value of having the community on the course is indescribable, really, because they're your people. They have been through exactly the same thing, or not exactly the same thing, but very similar situations. So you don't have to explain when you're feeling really shitty because you've just seen another pregnancy announcement of some celebrity on Instagram or whatever. You can just, and in fact, there's probably been quite a few of them on our WhatsApp group of, ugh, have you seen the, I can't remember who it was that was pregnant. Again, it's just like, and everyone just goes, ugh, ugh, it's rubbish. Um, and I think there's a difference, I think, from being able to be sympathetic to someone's situation and being able to sympathize, but actually being able, able to empathize. Yeah. And I think that's the value of the community as well. Everybody's able to empathize one way or another with the feelings and the situations that, that people are within because no one else really understands like the ugly feelings. No one, even my husband doesn't necessarily quite understand why I feel a bit like some of my cousins do in a couple of days and I'm like just don't want to deal with it. Not 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 fuss, not engaging with it. And yeah, we're happy for them. But at the same time, I'm like, nope, just don't want to know about it. And we're quite close and that makes me feel quite horrible about it. But yeah, I just I have zero zero shits in the general sense, to be honest. Mm. So it's that's, really, the, th-
4: that's the ugly feelings though isn't it yeah. and that's why in this community you don't have to explain like you can say how you're feeling and it's not like there's just no judgment because you don't have yeah. to over explain yourself and yeah. you know like you say with your cousin of course you're happy like that's it is incredible I mean now I see every baby as a bloody miracle I don't yeah. know how people have babies it's great yeah, but yeah it, it hurts and, and you, you of course you're happy but yeah the ugly feelings are there for a reason and yeah. you just to be able to share it with people and just be like have, knowing that you don't have to worry about how you're going to be perceived is is so helpful isn't it absolutely I
1: remember
0: um, remember shortly after I think it I can't remember who it was but someone I was really close to said you're all right you seem a bit down and I was like yeah I just I'm just feeling really down about everything that's happened and they went oh oh I thought it must be something else by now (laughs) or something like that you know I, I thought it might be something else because for them they were like long gone it was it was you know a month ago or two months ago or whatever and it was kind of but I I find with within the community it doesn't matter if it's two years down the line Mm. you can just say I'm just feeling really down today and oh mate I'm sorry to hear that That shit yeah another thing I think about the course is that actually there was no um hierarchy
3: of of grief at all I didn't get that at all from anybody because I kind of felt like I was in a less worse position than some others. Um, but I wasn't made to feel that way. It was just a community. It was just we're all in this together.
0: Yeah, yeah that's really nice because I think that a lot of people worry um, about mm. having just had one loss or having had an early loss. And that's really nice that you say that, Rachel. But also we do structure our drop-in chat so that there is an opportunity to kind of join the breakout rooms with people who have had a similar <coughs> experience to you. And I think um, it was. Uh, I think it was your group, Georgie. There were quite a few of the later loss, weren't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was really helpful. Because um, yeah, yeah. I
4: joined kind of one of them one week. I did the missed miscarriage, and then another week I did the the second trimester loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like Rachel was saying, that there, there is no hierarchy. I think it's just. You know, like th- I think it was uh, the worst girl gang ever that kind of quoted it. But like, we're all you know we're not in the same boat, but we're in the same shit storm. And you know <laughs> exactly, and that's exactly how it is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, I recognise that my situation, you know, is shit, and there's other people in that situation that that shit too, and it's just different types of shit, basically. Yeah. Um, but it is nice to be able to kind of like come together and like in in the in the late miscarriage group, you know recognizing that it's a different type of loss to a later or an early loss and it's it's very unique because only kind of one to two percent of miscarriages end in the second trimester so although it's kind of miscarriages very common in that kind of loss it's not so it's kind of it's almost helpful to kind of reframe that that although I'm in this world now of baby loss and it feels really kind of common actually what happened to me was really really shit and we just won the shit lottery and it shouldn't have happened and kind of talking to other people about our very kind of specific loss you know again just so helpful finding mm. your people have you all yeah.
1: found your have you got like those two or three people that you chat to more than others in your group yeah, yeah. We've, we've actually got a
4: worst trio ever going
0: that's how we've <laughs> named our group yeah i hope you don't
1: mind <laughs> well I'll, we'll probably we'll probably get
0: a letter from our solicitor. <laughs> <That's laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's really nice. And as you, like you all said, it's, it's it's really difficult to recognize that there is no better or worse. There is only different. Because mm-hmm. your experiences, and I've said this so many times, but your you experience through things through your eyes. But behind your eyes, there's your upbringing, there's your schooling, there's yeah. your parents, there's your relationship, you know, all those things go into factor what yeah. you experience and how you experience Definitely. it
1: what you so, imagined for your life and how long you've been trying for whether you've had treatment or not yeah and you but you can't compare
0: apples with apples like my experience is so different and, and I often to start with really Laura had to really really rein me in because I would just get like be like oh I've only you know I only, so. yeah I only yeah. Have my last what well, right have I got to be speaking to these girls but actually every loss is the loss of a baby and the loss of your hopes and loss of your dreams and and that's very much how it needs to be treated and that's what we absolutely what we're trying to push out there is the fact that every woman who experiences loss needs support because it can well it does often completely derail you. Yeah.
1: Lastly ladies one more question I wanted to ask you all about was journaling. Now, were you already journaling before you joined the PTR? And uh, how have you found it?
2: Go on, Becky. I have a very funny relationship with journaling, I have to <laughs> say. And to this day, so you know there was journal prompts, so there was journal prompts every week. Yeah. There's still some where I've just felt like I cannot go there. I just, I can't bring myself to do it. And then there's other days where I'm like, I should just really journalist because I just need to get it out. But I don't, I, I really struggle with it. And actually, funnily enough, um, I've just bought myself a new really nice posh notebook for next year because that's one of, I don't do New Year's resolutions, I do New Year's goals. That's kind of one of my goals okay, is to
0: that.
2: to to lean into it a little bit more. And similarly with the crumbs of gratitude I loved doing that I thought that was the best thing ever and I've just got really rubbish at doing it I've just slipped out of the habit and I need I, I need to get back onto it because the the amount of difference that made you it makes you sit and it makes you reflect and you're right that it just there's not 100% bad in every day there's always a little slither and that kind of have a, dall- a dalliance in kind of church and things like that and there's a bible passage about you know there, there always been a slither of hope and light in the darkness and that's what the crumbs of gratitude mm. kind of translates to me that even in like the darkest of times there's always a little bit of light and as good old florence says it's always darkest before dawn <laughs> no, good old yeah,
4: like it no I, I really enjoy journaling it's not something I've ever done um at all really before um but from your course and also with the therapy I'm having kind of alongside she's kind of really talked about journaling as well and there's in the week four one which is where you kind of write a letter to your future self like I, that is my goal to get that done this week and it's been there for a lingering while well, I've just finished the course so it's been lingering for a few weeks now um, but I will do it and I know when I want to open it I'm going to open it when it's Harper's due date and that's going to be like my kind of thing to myself that's something I need to do now that's going to help my future self basically but yeah the, the prompts were really helpful um, and you know the little notebook that you send out that's my little have it on the table so whenever I want you to just scribble something down or just read
0: over things I've already written um it's really helpful good that's great what about you
3: rachel i do i've had a long struggle with journaling i'm, I'm actually really dyslexic so writing things down oh <laughs> <laughs> so writing things down i struggle with um but i i guess i guess i've probably turned the facebook group into my my outlet <laughs> as a as journaling mm. <laughs> so that's why i've become a multiple poster and and that that's probably that's probably helped more so because it's typing um, mm-hmm. but i have started so to, to a couple of um roller coaster troughs that i've had over the past few weeks i have got a notebook out and tried to write some stuff down and, and i'm having counseling as well so um she talks about she talks a lot about having a thought record um and so definitely i've started to kind of like do it a little bit more and it does help mm-hmm. but yeah a bit it's probably one of the things that i'm uh, probably struggled with the most. <laughs>
2: I think for me, I struggle with it in some ways because it's like a permanent record almost. And, and I know some people find it really useful to then go back and read what they've said previously, but I can't I can't do that. I, mm. It I feels can't. like I then start judging myself for how I felt however mm. long ago.
0: I am in the process of doing it so therapeutic in itself. I almost, I can just throw away or burn. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And actually, even that destroying feels quite nice in a way. I'm yeah. a a huge letter writer so if someone really really annoys me I will sit down and write them a letter but I very rarely keep it. Never sent me a letter. That's a good thing or maybe you've never
2: received it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah there's something (laughs) there's something in in I I'm quite into my yoga and there is something about you you write down your thoughts and you burn them and you're just releasing them to the universe. That's that's just like the act almost Mm -hmm. symbolic of just yeah letting go of it
0: Um so maybe,
2: maybe maybe I'll just shove it in here and be done with it
1: <laughs> I don't know if I've told you guys but I write a book did you know I wrote a book? No. oh my <laughs> no. yeah, tell us about the book Laura no book can I write this? yeah oh um, so that was my journaling mm. and um, uh, I never reread it because it's too cringy you? isn't it? no I'd see I... mistakes I'd see grammar mistakes oh. <laughs>
2: Well, didn't want to say anything, but <laughs> <laughs> no. What Rachel said was really interesting because as soon as you said that, I so I have like I have my Instagram account, but then I have like my kind of baby loss and everything else Instagram account because I just I tried to keep the two separate because I find it too triggering otherwise. And maybe that's a little bit like my journaling because mm-hmm. I, I write whatever the people no, I like
1: it on there. Like paper, it?
2: And, yeah, and because it's that community and that's the sort of people that are following me, I know that there's no judgment on it. So whatever I kind of just, you know, kind of written verbal dump essentially.
0: I think that's so nice as well. You know the expression, um, and we talked about this with knackered knackers, the expression one day your story might become someone else's survival guide. Mm-hmm. I love that about these Instagram accounts that people have that just bear all. And then it's actually it helps people go, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. And I think that's fundamentally the most important thing of of the whole this whole movement is to make people realise they're not alone.
4: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you guys have facilitated that. And, you know, yeah. we're so, so thankful for for you guys
1: starting it so thank you it's actually you guys that make it you make you guys yeah. make community and you all support each other so you know and us our job is is it's made so much team. easier by you guys <laughs> being so open and like, oh, yeah. comforting towards each other yeah. but
2: I think that's part of what the course has encouraged us all to be is being more open about it mm-hmm. as well um, especially in the Zoom groups like we've talked about before it's you feel like you've got that forum um, and having the empowerment and the bravery to to speak your story and, and to tell others your story and, and point them in the direction of when they've said really stupid things, not as a, you really hurt me and you must feel guilty about it, but to help people learn yeah. and society to learn as well. Yeah. The, the conversation needs changing. Um, it needs changing pretty quickly as
1: well. Yeah. Yes, Becky. Go sure. on. Is that a bit loud? I mean, I mean, would you encourage or advise other people to do the ptr if they were it'd be weird if they all said no now you
2: yeah
0: edit so i Sorry try yeah. that one again yes absolutely <laughs> no we think that the ptr <laughs> yeah.
1: Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah. ladies it's so lovely being able to chat to you and you guys to all meet each other as well it's really nice it's nice yeah. to you Ryan
0: particularly because we haven't seen you for bloody eight months, to months. Know. and we know. Didn't see you this Saturday god we're so sad about our party mm-hmm. this
4: I mean I'm less sad because I couldn't come so I'm hoping I can come to the next one my little FOMO <laughs> head was you know a bit yeah. sad but
0: Lots That's of people could not come because of the old Christmas. Like, it is quite close to Christmas. So hopefully it's a Christmas
3: party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'd actually, we'd actually, we were planning to get an Airbnb with a bunch of girls who were on the uh, on oh, our course. Nice. So, um, yeah, I know. So I think, we'll. I really hope that I can come to the next one because I couldn't come to this yeah. one and we'll definitely. We call it a
0: Christmas party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're so, all still going to wear Christmas Santa things has. as well.
1: Yeah. Sparkles. Yeah. Even if it's sparkles. March.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. That's right. well if it's March then it's just my birthday party Sorry, yeah happy days okay so, <laughs>
1: it's not a Christmas party it's Becky's birthday party <laughs> yeah. Yeah, brilliant alright right, girls then. thank you so much it's lovely to see you all
0: thanks for having us
1: wonderful Christmas you too
0: and you know where we are night or day yeah, yeah. Right. maybe not
2: night daytime mm, so. definitely not <laughs> night not after nine yeah, o'clock five <laughs>
1: See you later. Bye. Bye. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you so, you so much for listening. that episode. Yeah, it was lovely to have you. And we hope with the us. older Rodding bit made you chuckle. It certainly, yeah. you chuckle.
0: You've got to take the last one you can, right? Defo, defo. Mm. Do you remember what the code is? It's Jan twenty
1: twenty two. Oh, well done. Did we name it after someone in particular janice or janet yeah um i can't think of anything funny <laughs> <need> to say <laughs> jan as in january j-a-n-2-o not o, it's a zero two two. <laughs> i think i feel like we've
0: overcomplicated that jan, jan. 2022 yeah it's your code pretty... to get your discount yeah
1: so what's the name of the the, the website address again next
0: It's www.theworstgirlgangever.co.uk forward slash
1: courses. So if you feel like you would like to sign up or find out a little bit more, then um, head over there and uh, all the info is there for you to have a look
0: at. And we we really hope that you come and join us on another whirlwind adventure beginning 10th of Jan 2022. Jan 2022. (laughs) Very soon. (laughs) Right, we need to go now, Laura.
1: See you there. Bye. Bye.